Hi, this is Lisa Davis, and welcome to another episode of Talk Healthy Today. The show provides you with the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. People tell me listening to the show is like overhearing two friends talking about really incredible health topics that you want to know about. I like to really get to know my guests and I'd like you to get to know them as well. So we delve really deeply into topics and I like to share some personal anecdotes as well. To make sure you never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today, be sure to subscribe. Also rate and review. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and if you enjoy my podcast, Talk Healthy Today, then I know you're going to enjoy my brand new podcast with the wonderful Sunny Days, whom you've heard on the program. And if you haven't, please check out the interviews that we've done here on Talk Healthy Today. It is called Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. There are going to be honest, unfiltered conversations. We're going to be talking about what's happening right now with race in this country, how important it is for us to be open, how to be allies, what it takes to be an ally, how racism and feelings of bias are in our culture and how they affect each and every one of us. It is so important. We need to change things. So please join me, join Sunny, join us on Active Allyship. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thanks. Enjoy the show. My daughter and I used to watch this show when she was little called Sid the Science Kid. And they have this song about trees, beautiful trees. And we sing it all the time. And we're so blessed to live in an area that is full of trees. Maybe I'll sing it towards the end. And a woman who loves trees is here now to join us. I'm so excited to have her. We have the fantastic Alice Peck. And we're going to be talking about how trees can teach us about being mindful and so much more. Hi, Alice. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Really, it's great to be here. Oh, it's so nice to have you on. I love your book, Be More Tree. I think we learn so much from trees, and I love how you talk about how every tree tells a complete and ongoing story. When did you realize this power of trees? It started for me, actually, I mean, I've always liked trees. I was always a kid who you know, spent time in the woods and climbed trees, but I became kind of riveted by them in 2012. I live in a neighborhood in Brooklyn, New York, called Red Hook, and it's kind of like a seaside village. It's a weird little corner of Brooklyn. (laughs) And in 2012, we had this horrible... Well, our little house is located right under a giant maple tree, and it's a big part of our lives. It's just, it's always present. We're excited in the fall when it turns color, and then the spring when it blooms, and it's always been a part of our family's life. And then in 2012, when Hurricane Sandy happened, we were evacuated because we're right by the water. And as much as I was worried about the house, I was worried about the tree 10 times more. It was like, because it's at least 100 years old. It's been there a long time. And it's Mm. just such a, you know, it's a beautiful, powerful, potent thing. So we were evacuated. It was a horrible thing for our neighborhood. Lots of people suffered, and I don't want to diminish that at all. But when I came home, the first thing I did was look and see if the tree was there, if it had survived. And many trees didn't, but ours did. And it was just, you know, it was a hard time for everybody in our community, and it gave me a certain kind of hope and optimism. So I started taking pictures of it every morning at sunrise when I would wake up, and it became part of my meditation practice, I would wake up in the morning and I would just look at the tree for a second. And it's like trees are ubiquitous. They're all over the place, but we don't always stop and really pay attention to them. And by paying attention to that tree, by stopping and looking and taking a photograph, it helped me 
get grounded in myself, in my world, and in you know, the world at large. And from that experience, I started thinking and thinking about trees. Oh, that's such a nice story. I'm I'm so sorry for the loss and for other people what's what happened, but I'm really glad that you still have that that lovely tree. You know, it's funny, I, I left California about 16 years ago to come, mm. you know, to the Boston area. And I was very ambivalent, never lived in humid weather, never lived in cold weather, didn't want to leave. And when I got here, the, the thing that comforted me was the trees, really, I didn't have any friends, I didn't have a job, my husband had gotten a really nice job, and, and we had a place to live, but I was very lonely. So I would drive around to all the beautiful areas. And eventually, I got a dog, and we would just drive around. And I was just amazed at the beauty here in this area. And I just love it. And it was like trees are the thing that helped me feel grounded in a, in a very different sort of environment. Oh, I love that story. And it's true. I mean, saplings yeah. give us one sense of being, seeing a dying tree rotting and new stuff growing in it, fungus, mushrooms. It teaches us a whole other kind of lesson. And they're they're so accessible, too. It's like you don't need special pants or to have, you know, you don't have to go to a practice center or anything to connect to yeah. a tree. You can just stop and look at it and take a deep breath. Pretty simple. It is. And I think that can really help people who, especially like me, I tend to have monkey mind, but when I can go to the woods and, you know, I have to say the summers are challenging for me because the mosquitoes are so insane <laughs> and I swell up from bites and the ticks, I have two other dogs, my other wonderful dog who was first with me has passed on. But Aww. anyway, so I haven't been going to the woods and I really feel a difference in the summer. And this morning it was cool out and I thought, thank goodness fall is coming because man, I am going to be back in those woods with my dogs. Like the second those ticks, <laughs> at least the mosquitoes <laughs> go away but even just looking out my studio window it's incredible like I had there's so much green and it's really does make a difference in the, in your life what do you want people to take away from your book be more tree um oh gosh I think really just sort of stop slow down and pay attention yeah. and there are all kinds and just stop I guess really gratitude stop taking things for granted mm -hmm. and trees are a great way they're always there you know are almost always there they're a great way to just almost be a visual cue like okay just stop stop taking things for granted and be grateful and there's all this crazy research amazing research about neuroscience in you know by neuroscientists right now about how gratitude can actually have an impact on our minds and rewire our brains and even now studies, I think, coming out of University of California and University of Washington about how gratitude can ease depression and anxiety and insomnia. And it's, it's so, again, it's such a simple, easy thing to do. But so by stopping and looking at a tree and just being grateful, it's like, you know, thank you for the shade. Thank you for the moment, you know, turning off the chatter in your mind. Just that moment, pause where you step a little bit out of yourself, you're grateful for just being there in that moment, it can be amazing. Um, and it can make us you know, better citizens of the planet. It might make us better physically. And I'm sure it can make us better mentally and spiritually. I'm pretty convinced of that. Oh, I totally agree. You know, the the thing, too, about being on the East Coast is the changing of the seasons. I mean, the fall is so brilliant. Mm -hmm. Yet to me, there's nothing prettier than when you see a tree that looks like it was painted when it has like that white stripe down it from the snow 
and you go through the woods and every single tree has that white stripe on it and then the snow is like falling gently off the leaves or it's frozen onto the the pine cones or the pine needles there's nothing to me that's like the most beautiful thing i love that and it's so soothing I agree. It's magical. And even though it's not as good for trees, sometimes when you get an ice storm and the yeah. trees are encased in ice, it's like a fairyland. Oh. It's so... Oh, it is. ...pretty. Um, but also just it the really hope that isn't... comes when the trees start blooming again. I, mm-hmm. I, that's my favorite. When you start feeling, smelling that green in the air and you look up and it's like, oh, yes. You know, yay, spring is yeah, back. Isn't that nice? I know. I have to say, living on the East Coast, though, November and March are kind of tough. Because it's like <laughs> all the leaves are gone and it's been cold too long. And you're like, please. But w- yeah, once the green comes back and it seems like it's really like one day you look out the window and there's nothing. And then you see these little buds and then all of a sudden all the leaves are back. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, wait, let's slow down and take this in. Right. <laughs> Not take it Absolutely. And especially if you endure hard East Coast or Midwestern winters, it's oh, almost like you earned yes. it. It's like, OK, I made it through another winter and look what I get. Apple blossoms and dogwood and yeah. What what was it like for you writing the book? It must we only have about sixty seconds. I apologize. But just in terms of was it cathartic for you? Did it help you get even more in touch with your love of trees? It was absolutely cathartic. It absolutely I learned so much about trees, and it also taught me how much more I have to learn. I mean, it's just it's Mm -hmm. a vast big world, and I'm no scientist. I'm no botanist. I just am a person who loves trees and books, and that's what be more trees, really. Well, Alice, tell us all the ways we can learn more about you and your wonderful work. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm on Instagram as Be More Tree. I'm on Facebook as Red Hook Tree, which is Red Hook is the neighborhood I live in. Beautiful trees, you know we love them. You should look for the song on uh, PBS Kids. Beautiful trees, we need more of them. And then it goes on and on. You would love the song, Alice. Well, Alice, I think you're such a gem. You'll have to come back. I want to thank everyone for listening. Be sure to check out Be More Trees. Alice Pack, just such a lovely person. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis, and if you enjoy my podcast, Talk Healthy Today, then I know you're going to enjoy my brand new podcast with the wonderful Sunny Days, whom you've heard on the program. And if you haven't, please check out the interviews that we've done here on Talk Healthy Today. It is called Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. There are going to be honest, unfiltered conversations. We're going to be talking about what's happening right now with race in this country, how important it is for us to be open, how to be allies, what it takes to be an ally, how racism and feelings of bias are in our culture and how they affect each and every one of us. It is so important. We need to change things. So please join me, join Sunny, join us on Active Allyship. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Thanks. Enjoy the show.